The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw 2.0, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to is, with so much color. Is it bright enough in here? Oh, I can so put bright. the lights on. It's so bright. If anybody, look. Here, I'm just changing lights. Right How about that? If anybody, if anybody watching this on your big screen TV. You want orange? If this burns through your TV, Purple. I'm not responsible. But if you do have any problems watching your TV because it's so bright. Then uh, just let us know, and maybe I'll see if I could. Do- it's it's actually not pure white, the white well, areas of this, good. so it shouldn't burn your TV. But I do feel like we needed to represent NXT 2.0 yes, properly. And, and this new NXT is very very bright. Uh, I mean, there's a lot to cover. We could probably spend a whole uh, hour just talking about the changes, the good, the bad, what to keep, what to get rid of. So we're gonna in terms do. of the of the presentation, the new presentation of the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, was, I mean, I, I, I guess, I guess, uh, just kind of like a, a, an overview. So obviously, they redid the interior of Performance Center, what they used to call CWC. I didn't know if they were still referring to it as such uh, uh, tonight or not. I didn't notice. Um, so it looks much different. Obviously, much brighter, more colorful. The new stage entrance area looks really good. Um, the seating is more kind of like an in-the-round type thing. It's not oval-shaped like it is in main roster or how it has been on main roster or in NXT. Um, and instead of barricades, 
you get kind of oh, like waist high maybe uh, plexiglass partitions that keeps the fans away from the ringside area. But there's no barricades, you know, whatsoever. Um, it's much brighter in the interior. Now, I was saying in the pre-show here that I felt the case could be made that NXT as it was before, uh, it was too dark in the interior. This feels too bright. Like when they have like uh, people making their entrances, you can see the walls, the ceiling, all that stuff that makes the space feel smaller, I feel like. You know, whereas before, I knew the space was small, but since, you know, the, the walls, you couldn't see them because it was so dark. Oh, maybe, you know, you, you could you could maybe convince yourself, oh, maybe this place is huge. I just can't see it. Maybe they just couldn't get more people. I, I, I don't disagree with your description of it. Um, I do think that they do need to dial down the brightness a little bit. That being said, I kind of my perception is is kind of the opposite of that. With the CWC, it felt like there were literally like three very stacked rows of people and that was it. And then you have these like black walls that just were too all encompassing. Like, dude, I was I, I wonder was, if they I wonder if they increased the uh the, the capacity. It feels like it. It really feels like it. And I feel like what I saw on TV versus my, you know, three hours spent at the performance center that one time i feel like they could have increased it and it does feel like they did um i mean just looking at how deep the rows go back versus the cwc if they didn't increase that it certainly seemed like they did or they they made it they photographed it to make it look like they did um i felt that it did look like there were more people it looked like it had just more space to breathe look i loved nxt uh the, the way it was because of the, the characters, the stories and uh, and the matches. Um, that's all going to change, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to be into this. I just have to get used to it. When I yes. first saw what I saw, my immediate thought was somebody in chat hit it right on the head. This looks like it's filmed for Nickelodeon, Yes, which I'll start to get used to um, if the stories are good and if the characters are good. This is clearly going to be at least a couple months of a weird period of NXT where you've got Tommaso Ciampa, who looks completely out of place as the surrogate for Samoa Joe, who's going to be the NXT 1.0 guy waiting around until somebody steps up that impresses Vince, Bruce or Triple H or whoever's yes. actually in charge. Well, we might and have already person, seen that person. We might have seen that person. I think they're going to see what I think with with Braun Breaker. Bronson Steiner, what's Rex his actual Steiner. name? Uh, Bronson Reichsteiner. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, we, we so had Bronson's heard he was going to be Rex name. Steiner, but now he has a completely different name. Yes. Okay, um, so it could be him. Maybe they're going to see how he feels on TV first, see what the response is, and they'll make their decision from then. It could be the guy that we saw in the Fatal Four Way from from the 2.0 crew. Cal Bloom, maybe they liked what they saw from him and they want to go with him. I think it's going to be a feeling out process before they land on whoever's going to do it. If Steiner kills it in everything he does to kick things off, wouldn't shock me if he's the guy to take it off Champa. If he doesn't, they're going to try somebody else. Oh, obviously, but I think I think based on it's a small sample size, based on him getting that spot to open the show beating LA Knight to him closing the show with the stare down with the awkward stare down with Champa. It seems out of the gate, he's got a leg up on the competition. Now, can he keep that advantage? Yes, that's the question. But it seems like he's the guy that at least initially 
they want to put out there and, and give him the first shot at proving himself to be worthy of, of beating Tommaso Ciampa. True. The same could be said by putting Cal Bloom in that fatal four-way, though. Um, I kind of thought that maybe they put him in there because maybe he's the, 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 the furthest along in terms of the in-ring aspect. You know, you're going to be stepping in the ring with Pete Dunn, Tommaso Ciampa, and L.A. Knight. you got to hold your own. And, you know, maybe some of the other uh, uh, newer recruits aren't up to that level yet. I know Cal Bloom, Vaughn Wagner, he's been at the PC for a while. So, but yeah, I mean, he's in the, the title match. Obviously, they they think highly of him. Um, I think, I mean, my, my thing is this. I honestly just think it's going to be a week-to-week thing, and when somebody feels right, they'll do it. You're right. Steiner has a leg up because he's the guy, evidently, they see the most in early on. Now, does that translate to TV? Are they going to look at this and say, okay, this works. We're going to go with this guy. Or are they going to go with somebody who I thought put in probably the best character sort of performance tonight, Tony D'Angelo. I'm joking. Carmelo Gosh. Hayes. Gosh. Um, I thought that, Carmelo was great tonight. Yeah, he was great. That <laughs> Tony great. D'Angelo thing was cringe, man. <laughs> Gosh. I loved it. Look, it, tonight was a really weird night. It was. It was. There was some good. The wedding was great. The wedding was amazing. It was great. Uh, the main event was really short, but I think that's going to be the new NXT. Here's the most noticeable change in terms of beyond the presentation aspect, in terms of the of the creative uh, uh, vision or philosophy of the show. The pace was a lot more main roster. We didn't have the longest match, I think, was the main event or the title match, and that was about 10 minutes. Um, they jammed a lot in this two hours. It had a very brisk pace, so the, the upside is that nothing seemingly overstayed its welcome. But we're used to having two, maybe three matches in the NXT of yore that was allowed time to breathe where I could tell some really good, interesting stories in the ring. I don't know, granted, small sample size, but if they're not going to do that for the championship match, I'm guess I'm pessimistic that we're going to see a lot of that outside, if they even have takeovers anymore, I don't know, uh, outside of that maybe. You know, if any match was going to go 20 minutes, do you think it'd be the match to crown a new champion? And it went half that. On average, on average, and maybe even taking away, because usually on Raw, but there are some weeks when they don't, usually on Raw you have one match out of three hours that goes a long time, that goes through like two commercial breaks. Mm -hmm. If you take that out of the equation on average, what's your average main roster match length? Seven, eight minutes. That's exactly what we're going to look at here, because production-wise, this is going to be a main roster-esque production which I don't know if they'll be able to, which I mean, it, it's, I don't know, man. I, it, there's so many unknowns. Is, is the, the, uh, Brock breaker, Braun breaker guy. Is he going to be a character that's going to have a through line to main roster? If so, that's going to make the transition. That's going to make NXT a more interesting place because if this is a Vince McMahon production and he really is up on Braun breaker, and he has a good run in NXT, then we're going to see that same Braun Breaker in, in on main roster mm-hmm. debut with a bigger splash, kind of like what we used to see with Kevin Owens. And I think in that respect, if they're able to develop characters that satisfies whatever it is Vince wants and have a through line up to main roster, then you can get more invested in the NXT product. That being said, the days of matches that are 20 to 25 minutes long, you're right. Those are gone. Those are done. And takeovers are probably done as well. Well, at least um, takeovers as we as we knew them. According to Brandon Thurston, he just I just noticed this on Twitter. He said that there is not an NXT takeover on the schedule going oh, wow. through November. Um, so 
I mean, look, I, I think, I don't know. You're, they have to do something for special occasions. You'd think so. Maybe they'll just do themed episodes, you know, like we've seen NXT do in the past. The the Halloween Havocs, the Great American Bash. Now I know that's Triple H kind of nodding to wrestling's past, specifically WCW. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. If, if anything, NXT 2.0 is about looking to the future, so I don't know if they're going to be so reverential of, of WCW's past as Triple H was. But Triple H, you know, he's a fan of, of professional wrestling, and he embraces the history of professional wrestling. And not to say that Vince or Bruce Pritchard don't, but if, if, if their vision uh, with, of, of NXT 2.0 doesn't align with those references, then they're not going to be there. Mm-hmm, yeah. You yeah. know, and, and also another thing, how long are they going to call it NXT 2.0? Because already about two hours into this, I'm kind of getting tired of it. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that question. Uh, if they do, it it wouldn't shock me if they still do takeovers. Like you said, what are they going to look like? They might just well, look different. I mean, in the early days of NXT, that's what takeovers were. They were on on Wednesday nights. They weren't on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they were just yeah. special episodes. They were two hour episodes of NXT as opposed to one. Now, mm-hmm. you know, they can just brand them. Maybe we'll go back to, to you know, NXT TakeOver you know, with, with, with some kind of, you know, like some subtitle like it used to be, like Rival and, and yeah, or Arrival. Arrival. Yeah, stuff like that. Maybe we'll go back yeah. to those days to when NXT was more so the developmental territory. And apparently it's, that's what they're trying to aspire to now. It's funny, though, the, you know, that you say, though, that uh, this is focused more on the future because for a product that's supposed to be focused on the future, and I agree with you, 
there are some distinct throwback just vibes to it. You know, I mean, from even from seemingly maybe the heir apparent, uh, Brock Braun Breakers gear, which is a very 1990s oh, thing. It's like a early nod 90s. to his, to his, his dad, it is, his it, uncle. Like it literally yeah. is some, yeah. But even just the general vibe has like a 1990s Nickelodeon feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and even kind of like, an, like if you look at uh, Von Wagner, he looks, somebody mentioned he looks like Van Hammer. Yeah. He looks like a 1991 WCW prospect from head to toe. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what I saw just sort of feels like that, too. So it's a weird, it's just a really weird mishmash of stuff going on. It is. And, you know, hopefully in, in the next few weeks, they'll sort out what's working, what's not working. Um, you know, we don't know, you know, who the creative team is behind NXT currently. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, so it, it, there's a lot remains to be seen about how they're going to approach this long term going forward. Um, I don't know. It, it definitely has a more more of a sports entertainment feel as opposed to a pro wrestling oh, yeah. feel. Absolutely. Um, the pacing is very much like a main roster show uh, in, in terms of the presentation. You, you could definitely I mean, a Fightful Select reported that Kevin Dunn was there uh, overseeing the production aspects. I think it was. You and can that definitely tell that. Yeah. That was obvious in certain moments. Like yes. somebody in our chat counted 31 cuts during the BFAB match, which was what, two minutes long? If that. It was a really short match. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I mean, you know, there was a, uh, a report, I believe, from Fightful Select that, uh, you know, the, the vibe backstage was, you know, that, uh, the, and we had heard this before, that higher ups want characters, mm-hmm. which means that I think cer- certain NXT originals are probably safe in NXT if. If Gargano, I mean, Gargano is a character, you know, yeah. he's not, yeah. he's not a gimmick. He's a character though. He's yeah. absolutely a character. And I think yeah. he's a main roster worthy character. We've said that for a while. Um, and he was sort of the foundation of the, the wedding tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I think, I, I don't know if I'm Johnny Gargano, do I immediately want to run to, to AEW? I don't know. I, he might fit in with this NXT. He might. I don't know. I mean, I guess it remains to be seen if Champa doesn't. Champa needs to go to main roster. Yeah, tomorrow. yeah, yeah. Um, like as raw. far as Gargano, though, it, it, I guess it depends. You know, he's he's put on some of NXT's greatest matches. If the focus on the in-ring product isn't going to be much of a, of a focus or as much of a focus going forward, will that be a potential drawback for you know for him sticking around? It sort of just. I mean, doesn't it depend on like? I mean, because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm even. I'm just looking at the banner above us right now, and I see. Yeah, I mean, so there are guys that are like the 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 Creed brothers who obviously they're still very green. Yes. They have their move sets, like we saw tonight, was a carbon copy Virtually. of what we saw last week. That's what they can do. That's their limits. But I'm looking at guys like above me, like Swerve, yeah, Champa. Well, Champa, who knows where he's going to be? But Ch- uh, uh, Carmelo Hayes, Pete yeah, Dunne, totally. who just signed a new contract. Totally, totally. But, but I guess the thing is, are, are the, are, is NXT going to be putting on the 20, 30-minute epic matches with, with, with like, in, especially with Gargano and Ciampa? There's, like, some in-depth, real, serious storytelling going on there with, with, with you know, the symbolism and metaphor. If that's something that anybody, you know, at NXT is really into, and that looks like that's going by the wayside, and that's something of value to you, is that going to give you pause when determining if you're going to sign a new deal or not? We don't know what these people are thinking, so we can't answer with any sort of certainty. But I mean, like the potential is there for Gargano to have like a really great 10 minute match with with Swerve, and maybe that's all they need to tell the story they want to tell. I don't know. 
I'm so used to NXT being a very certain thing because it has been for as long as I've been watching it virtually. It's evolved, it's changed somewhat, but at its core, it's not too different than what it was when I first started watching in 2015 or whatever it was, 2014. Um, and it's going to take a while to get used to the new NXT and get used to the pace of the new NXT and get used to what they're emphasizing versus what they're not. Because for a number of years, I turn on NXT, I do exactly what I was getting. Now I don't know what I'm getting. And that's good and bad. That could be that could be that could be some welcome surprises. You know, but at the same time, if this is going to be kind of NXT watered down by main roster, which is totally what we saw tonight, um, then that's going to be a bit of a bummer. But I, just, I guess it's just too soon to tell. So I'll, I'll reserve judgment in that respect. Well, what you said is right. They, we saw some We saw some good and we saw some bad. We saw some weird. I mean, like I said, the first couple of months is going to be weird anyways, as long as there's still like sort of the, the remnants of NXT 1.0 around champa having the championship while i'm staring at this logo and it looks like something off nickelodeon is a very weird thing mm-hmm. um i mean there were moments in that fatal four-way in that title match where i was like they're gonna put this title on von wagner tonight you know because like he hits what might be a finish like well, there was two times and i was like they're just gonna do this now are they well, just gonna do this and then yeah, they let's didn't. let's talk about that so we there were times yes where von wagner hit a move that looked like it could be a finish oh they're gonna put the title on him because it's 2.0 they're just gonna go right ahead with the 2.0 New blood rising man fully yeah but then la not la Knight lost to to braun breaker in the opening bout an impromptu match which was weird yeah so uh, so the thought gets in your head oh is la Knight gonna win and then Braun Breaker going to challenge him basically immediately because he's already beat him. Mm-hmm. And then you had, of course, Ciampa. And as you made the case before, Ciampa would fill the role of Joe as the holdover from 1.0 that someone's got to step up to beat. And then I thought Pete Dunne, of the four originally announced, was the closest to, you know, he's been in WWE for years. I know. Yeah. In terms of age, in terms of everything except maybe size. He is a lot of what I thought 2.0 NXT represented because he is a character i know he's not a huge character there's a lot of character behind his shrug you know there is a lot behind that Mm -hmm. um that's why i thought he just signed a new deal too that's why i thought maybe he was going to win the match Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah the new deal thing no i mean i think there was and and on top of that there's a path to another 2.0 guy ridge holland Mm -hmm. you know who's like a pure 2.0 guy Mm -hmm. um so yeah there's there's just a lot of unknowns i liked a bunch of what I saw. I mean, when I the turning point for me was Carmelo and uh, Trick. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that immediately you're establishing, okay, Carmelo is not just sort of uh, happy to be here guy. You know, as you have said in the past, sometimes in NXT you can get these guys who are just like badasses. I'm wh- who are you? I'm a badass. And Carmelo had that kind of feel. Like, who are you really? Well, it took you know him having this best friend character of Trick. To bring out in one short segment some personality. And then they turn heel on, you know, a distinct character turn because, like, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? I don't know. I mean, he seems like a good guy. Um, but it was a distinct turn. They beat up another bad guy, Duke Hudson, or traditionally a bad guy. Um, and and you sort of see where they're coming from. That was probably and the strongest character moment of the of the show. Yeah. It was. I loved it, and I was like, okay, I like that. And, and, and even uh, Trick, what was Trick's last name? Trick Williams, that yeah. what his name was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He even got lost in one moment on the mic, and he recovered. And it's like, man, this is going to be kind of interesting to see that as long as, as long as the wrestling brings something new, 
even if they're not all that crisp, it's going to be interesting to see them develop from one standpoint, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, sorry. What's up? No, I just heard something in some background noise, that, and I thought it was maybe back over here. No, that was my child asking who ate some of her Cheez-Its. <laughs> Let's dive right into this. Sure. Uh, I'm going to uh, pull up your notes. I apologize. Sure. No Steve notes because I was more – I just wanted to focus – on the show, on, on what was in front of the me. whole thing. So the show kicked off with uh, short little promos from everybody involved or scheduled to be involved in the main event first with Ciampa. He's like, I'm always going to be Mr. NXT tonight. The greatest love story in pro wrestling continues. Gets the second chapter. Of course, he's talking about himself and Goldie. Pete Dunn's next. He's going to prove he's the baddest man in NXT. Line up everybody else in this match. I'll put him down. Kyle O'Reilly's next. Uh, this is the opportunity I've strived for tonight. I achieve a goal 16 years in the making, and then L.A. Knight is last. He's talking about how Joe dropped the belt because he knew he was going to lose to L.A. Knight. It's his game. He turns around right there as Braun Breaker. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And uh, Braun says, I'm looking to prove myself here at NXT 2.0. And I swear by that time he said that, that's the fifth time we'd heard NXT 2.0 uttered <laughs> by somebody. And so, right. and so LA Knight challenges him to a match. We get our introduction to the new NXT venue. And then we have that match, L.A. Knight versus Braun Breaker. It was pretty short. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, I didn't really catch much of this. What did you think of this match? It was pretty short, so it's hard to get a, you know, right, to, yeah. to get a good read on somebody. You need a larger sample size, and this was probably like three or four minutes. So, you know, Braun had the advantage early. Knight gets some offense in, hits a neck breaker. Uh, Braun hits a couple shoulder tackles, belly to belly. Uh, Knight hits some some punches, and then ultimately Braun hits a press power slam to get the win. Like you said, man, it's going to be if 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 Braun Breaker, which is just a ridiculous name, if he's the guy that take that takes that title off Champa, that's going to say a lot for this guy who has a short match, does some basic moves. I just don't know. I don't know. I think I think they're going to line these guys up, and Champa's going to school him, and then he's going to come up against a guy that he can't school. Maybe that's going to be Gunnar Harland, or maybe it's going to be Ridge Hall. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it'll be Pete either. Dunn. Maybe it'll be Pete Dunn. It could be Pete Dunn because you know, not tonight, obviously, but last we saw Champa and Dunn, they were in a bit of a feud. They Does were. Does that carry on afterwards? I don't know. Kyle O'Reilly wants a piece of the belt. It's possible he comes back, but he might be going to the main roster given yeah, what we saw tonight. That knows. was weird. That was weird. Um, yeah. Uh, and then after that, we had uh, Braun backstage shaking hands with like a bunch of 2.0 people, a bunch mm -hmm. of his fellow rookies who yeah. I, like, I don't know who that guy is. Yeah. Um, after that, so this was another bit of a litmus test here. We had Imperium versus Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I did not know who Brooks Jensen was. I have no idea who he is. But obviously, we've seen Josh Briggs. I think yes. he was the last evolved champion. 
Mm. Um, and in the breakout and tournament, yes. Of yes, course, yeah, yeah. We've seen him in the breakout. He's been on 205 a couple times, even though he's clearly yes. not 205. Um, but they're a new tag team, and we're like, oh, my God. Are they just going to start? Is this entire episode going to be clearing house? And it wasn't. Imperium it wasn't. comes out. They are chiseled. They are yes. like. Yes. Ripped. Yes. Um, and uh, Imperium got the win mm-hmm. on these guys. Uh, Josh Briggs is good. Brooks Jensen. Boy, that's a mouthful. I don't know much about him. He looked a little. Not he looked he didn't look the uh, to be the most graceful guy in the ring, um. But uh, Imperium yeah. got the win Eichner, here. Eichner hits him mm-hmm. with like a butterfly butterfly suplex off the top rope to get the win. Yeah, yeah. After that, we had a hit row promo. Yeah, uh, so, uh, Ashanti's. Yeah, uh, since I type out my promo stuff weird, I can try to handle this as best as possible. Okay. Um. Uh, so Ashanti hypes up B Fab. She has her first match tonight. Uh, Swerve uh, says that he knew B-Fab had a vibe about her, and tonight she's going to give NXT 2.0 a reason to be mad. Top Dollar says she's the baddest because she trained with the baddest, and they mentioned, I think, a former Olympian, a couple other people that she had trained with, and then B-Fab says, time talking is over, let's go do it. And that match was next, B-Fab versus Katrina Cortez. Again, another short match. Also of note, the Raquel Gonzalez Frankie Monet match that was supposed to happen was pulled did from not, the card tonight. Did yeah. not happen. No. Uh, so yeah, like you this, said, a, yeah, yeah ahead, short match. Yeah, it was just it was you know it was a short match. Um, uh, let's see here. Yeah, Katrina leapt off the second rope. B Fab boots her and hits a rude awakening for the win. Hopefully, she gives it a cool spin on that name. Yeah, that'd be uh, cool. whatever she's gonna call that'd it. Be cool. um, um, afterwards, she uh, dropped a promo. Said people thought she couldn't do this. Uh, now they all what, all of Hit Road can do this. Yeah, yeah. She calls out Electra Lopez. She's uh, they're interrupted by Legato. Lopez says B Fab didn't learn her lesson the first time, but they can do it again. And this time, she won't need a pipe to shut B Fab's mouth. B Fab wants to do it again. She wants to see how Lopez works without any tools. She wants the match now. But Santos, who is in an immaculate suit, oh, man, look great. Said Tranquilo. No, said, we're not going to do nope. that. Nope. Uh, then we get uh, Odyssey Jones, Cameron Grimes, and Johnny Gargano backstage, and they're talking about who's going to win the, the title. Cameron Grimes picks Kyle O'Reilly. He's like, John, what do you think? Who do you think is going to win? He's like, I don't know, but I feel like something's missing tonight. And there's a knock at the door. It's Austin Theory. It's Austin in, Theory. That and was Johnny great. says, I thought you ran away. And Theory I goes, did run away. I did run away. But I wasn't going <laughs> to miss the wedding, and I brought somebody. You can't have a wedding without a priest. Damian Priest walks in. And Johnny Gargano is telling Austin that Damien isn't a real priest. And Austin is a little confused by that. Priest says, I'm just here for the party. He gets some champagne. And then Austin looks for the no-look high-five from John. John's like, nah, come in here for the hug. I like when Austin put it up, Damien said, oh, look at that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Damien Priest looked like he was like the happiest guy being back. It was pretty great. He really did. Yeah, he really did. No, uh, that was great to see Austin Theory. Apparently, he's just been backstage at one of the main roster shows. Mm-hmm. Maybe, hopefully, he'll come up in the draft. He was, it, was such a, it was so awesome having him back, especially like the wedding segment. He was so much fun in that. I can't think of a better guy to bring to 2.0, though. I know. Honestly, if they maybe brought him back. Maybe they'll have him be Chomp. Wouldn't that be amazing? That'd be Gargano's protege, Gargano's son, basically beating mm-hmm. Champa. That's, That's a good story. Perfect. That's a good story. Yeah. So after that segment, uh, Carmelo Hayes walks out with Trick Williams. We go to commercial. We come back. Hayes has an interview. He talks about winning the breakout tournament three uh, weeks ago. 
Says he's riding this wave of momentum. He's got the juice. He's got the juice, man. But now he's got a target on his back, but an NXT uh, 2.0. Almost said UK. You're not going to catch him off guard again. He realized it was a numbers game, so he called up Trick, his best friend, or a friend, and asked, uh, you know, hey, come join me. Uh, Hayes says, you know, wherever I go now, Trick's coming with me. Mm-hmm. So Trick talked about why he's there. He says he's got the gift of gab and the gift of the jab. He says he's proud of Carmelo. He's the golden child of NXT, but he's got a bone to pick with him. He's mm-hmm. always walked the walk and talked the talk. When Carmelo shoots, he doesn't miss. But who is this humble Carmelo? Do they? Mm. Do he, he asked the interviewer, "Do we look humble to you?" Now, and he's wearing a shirt that's, that's unbuttoned. unbuttoned. Yes, and you see his abs. You know, typically people who are humble don't walk around like that, Larson. Yeah. So uh, Carmelo thinks about it for a moment and says, "Yeah, you're right. No more holding back. Now that I got this contract, it's like basically a guaranteed title around my waist. I'm the chosen one. When I shoot, I don't miss. And if I pass." Then Trick's going to receive it. And yeah. so, so uh, they leave. Duke Hudson walks out and he starts talking some trash and then walks, kind of like bumps past him. And Trick says, No, this stops now. So he <laughs> follows Duke to the ring, hits Duke with like a spinning kick, but he does like three rotations Dude, on the Dude, he does like three discus spins and then hits him with a boot. It was great. Yeah. And then starts hitting the, uh, taking the boots to him, kicking him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then Carmelo runs into the ring, slides in, joins in. And then hits Duke with a springboard clothesline. Hell of a statement right there from Carmelo Hayes and Chick Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like this. I thought that immediately, I have no idea if these guys actually know each other all that well, but they have excellent chemistry to mm-hmm. start. And uh, Trick Williams, uh, all I saw was that uh, the spinning boot stuff. But uh, his, 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 he does have the gift of gab. And I love that. He's, he's a character. He's a character. And I like, <laughs> he's an attraction. <laughs> Uh, after that, uh, J.C. Jane and Gigi Dolan are seen talking to Mandy, but we don't see Mandy yet. They're saying, you look amazing. This is the real Mandy. New NXT, new Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose 2.0. Yes. Camera pans out, and Mandy's wearing like a flannel hoodie, so we don't see. From behind, yeah. For, yeah, yeah so we don't see shoulder. what she looks like. Uh, next, this is probably the most uh, main roster uh, booking sequence here. So we get a tag match Jeez. between Casey Cantanzaro or Casey Cantanzaro uh, and Caden Carter against Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane. During the match backstage, we see that Pete Dunne and Rich Holland beat down Kyle O'Reilly, and then we didn't know at the time it was Von Wagner makes the save. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes. Um, but we found out later that it was enough to keep Kyle O'Reilly out of the title match anyways. So uh, during this tag match, Casey Cantanzaro goes up top. The new Mandy Rose runs down, pushes her off the top. So we get a DQ finish. She takes off. She lowers the hood, takes off a like a, a knit cap, and she's got brown hair now. Yeah, I was kind of underwhelmed by that. It was very underwhelming. You got all this great color on NXT now, and and Gigi's got that like super bright orange hair, mm-hmm. and then she's and she's just a brunette now. Yeah. So Saray runs out. Uh, she starts fighting with Dolan and Jane, and then Mandy 
uh, flees out of, the, out of the ring. In a typical main roster fashion, we go to commercial, we come back, and what do we get? A we six. get a six-man tag match. And it was Casey, Caden, and Saray taking on uh, Mandy, Gigi, and J.C. Jane. Uh, in the end, uh, uh, Mandy gets the win, pinning Caden Carter after hitting. Uh, she's got a great uh, running knee, Mandy Rose does. Oh, yeah. She, oh, she does. She, yeah, she's had that for a long time. Yeah, man. it's fantastic. It's really good. She gets the win on Caden. After that, uh, we get a quick shot of Indy prepping for her wedding. Later on, Candace tells Cora Jade she has a, a hat on. It's like, take off that hat. You can't wear that to the wedding. Yeah, man. Well, it's not proper. Um, after that, uh, William Regal, in an interview, announces that Kyle O'Reilly is out of this match. And this young man is the man who saved him. Von Wagner. Isn't that convenient for, for Von Wagner, huh? You say right? Kyle O'Reilly gets a spot. I mean, you got to think that uh, Braun Breaker would probably be like, hey, wait a second. I beat literally one of the guys in this match. I, I want in there. I'm 2.0. I know. I know. I'm sorry, son. Can't do it. Your uncle is a psychopath. He's <laughs> terrible at math. They both once pooped in my bag before. <laughs> Uh, we get Rich Holland versus Drake Maverick. You know how this goes. Rich Holland wins with their, his finisher. It's probably a two-minute match. Yeah, yeah, but Drake Maverick is, but, you know, he's pulling double duty these days. He is. He is. Uh, we get a, a Tommaso Ciampa interview. He's talking about how NXT 2.0 is all about chaos, a bunch of young hot shots shooting their shot. He says, tonight's not about them. It's about the NXT uh, title. When you think of the title, you think Goldie. When you think Goldie, you think Ciampa. It's been 908 days, and tonight I get my redemption. He tosses a chair aside out all right tony uh, steve tell us about this tony d'angelo vignette <laughs> man this poor dude now the thing that i was so basically he is a character you might have seen like something similar like the sopranos right uh, uh, uh an italian american i believe and yeah, walking down the street he's got the gold chain the the rocky hat leather jacket i believe the thing that I liked about it is that you know, he's talking about, oh, my parents have all sorts of different, I don't know if it's appropriate for me to do an accent. <laughs> you know, he talks about his parents and what they do, and they seem to have their hands in a lot of different businesses. Different interests, as he put it. <laughs> right, right. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> and so, which, I don't know, that, that was a Ratso Rizzo thing. Yeah. I'm walking here. Um, yeah. You're, you've seen that movie, right? Yeah, I've seen Midnight Cowboy. Cowboy, yeah. Solid flick. It Sad is, ending. good. Yes. Um. John Voight's crazy. Uh, so, uh, but the thing that I liked about it is that he did talk about his actual credentials. Talked about wrestling at whatever university he wrestled at. Yeah. Uh, and that now he's like, ah, the real money's. It. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Just the go real ahead. money is in NXT. And I'm like, dude, you're probably wrestling for 25000 a year. <laughs> you know, you're on a developmental deal. You're not making a ton of money. Come on. <laughs> Hey, but he sees the upside. Hey, the Brock Lesnar, he was in NXT. I just, no, I just thought I just thought the the delivery on this was not great. I didn't it's, think I, I, I was not into it. I don't know. I I I, I mean, dude, I don't want to throw the word stereotype out there, but that applies here, doesn't it? It does. Yes. It yes. does. You know? Does. I mean, I'm going to be laughing at this. <laughs> Because it's so soprano. Oh, hey. You know? Um, so, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it is what it is. It's something to laugh about every week. It's 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 NXT's new Karrion Cross. 
Um, but uh, maybe maybe he'll be a good wrestler. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's got amateur credentials, so who knows? Look, man, I don't want to offend anybody, you know. But I feel like I'm not offending anybody because this is the thing that I think theoretically is offensive <laughs> because it's it's just a stereotype. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, so after that, we got the Creed brothers uh, against Dan Jarman and Trevor Skelly, <laughs> as as the enforcer put it, the Battle of the Jabrones. Man, so Creed Brothers, understandably, uh, predictably, had you know this destroyed this team of jobbers. Uh, one of them dropped just about dropped one of the guys on his head. Um, uh, I think I believe it was Julius Creed. <laughs> yeah, man, what was that? Yeah, I don't know, man. Look, I the thing is, it's gonna get real old if these guys are gonna put on the same exact match every week. Yes. We need to see progress. And we need to see it quick. And the thing about NXT 2.0 is that if they're in there, if they're having matches, you know, the great thing about AOP, Authors of Pain, they were in there with DIY. They were in there with uh, uh, the Mighty Don't Kneel. They were in there with, uh, I don't know, any number of other stellar t- uh, American Alpha, Alpha Amer- American Alpha? Yeah. American Alpha. They were in there with any number of tag teams and wrestlers that really knew their shit. Yes. They learned quickly. Yeah. Um, and if you're, if I mean, if they're in there with the grizzled young veterans, they'll learn. If they're in there with MSK, they'll learn. Well, I, the thing is, I kind of feel like it's going to be a while before the Creed brothers are in the ring with those teams. You, you think know? it's going to be probably a couple months of jobber matches, right? Oh, at least, because I feel like they think highly of the Creed brothers because they have some, you know, they obviously have the amateur wrestling credentials. That's mm-hmm. like their whole thing in the ring. And the whole yeah, thing right. of the ring is like Office of Pain, where it's like, okay, you guys are going to work really st- snug, really stiff, and destroy people. Um, and and with that comes some spots that might look like someone could potentially get hurt, um, especially when they're having their first few matches. Mm-hmm. Um, and that spot where that guy just about got dropped on the on his head was mm-hmm. such a spot. So anyways, yeah. Julius ends up getting the win for the Creed brothers like he did last week, sliding clothesline. So Bivens has a promo. Um, he says, you know, hey, opponents walk in the ring, but they're getting carried out. Diamond Mine is the most dominant group of sports entertainment. He introduces a new member, Ivy Nile. Mm-hmm. says no one is more determined than her. Uh, she hasn't had a carb since 2005. And he says when everyone else was eating breakfast, she was running 10 miles. She was a star of Titan Games. I believe that was mm-hmm. on NBC. Uh, and she exemplifies what Diamond Mine is all about. Kushida comes out, tells everybody they're talking too much, tells Roddy he's ready. Uh, Bivens says next week we'll have that match. Uh, then we had our main event match, which was for the NXT Championship: Pete Dunne versus LA Knight versus Von Wagner versus Tommaso Ciampa. And uh, whenever it was the three guys who were vets, match is pretty darn good. Whenever it was Ciampa and Dunne, it was really good. I mean, uh, Von Wagner held his own. You know, the, yeah, the, he the did moments moves. he had, the moments he had in the ring where. He had to 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 hold his own. He did. It wasn't yeah. like he. It wasn't like carrying cross in that in that uh, fatal four way match uh, that made event a takeover. Where every time he was in the match, the everything about the match slowed down. Boy, that that's didn't right. happen when Von Wagner was in there. At least. Yeah. And I kind of wonder if that's why they had him in that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, in the end, uh, so t- the the finish saw Von Wagner going for a powerbomb on Champa. Champa escapes. So Champa and Dunn team up to take him out with some forearms. They start throwing hands. Uh, Ciampa hits a running knee. Dunn responds with German suplex. He goes up top. 
uh, Knight hits him with a superplex. Uh, Vaughn hits Butterfly suplex of God on who. Champa breaks up that pin, and then Champa hits L.A. Knight with a fairy tale ending to get the W, mm-hmm. and he's champion yep. yet again. Yep, yep. Um, after that, we had a recap package for the index stuff, and then we really had good. yeah, it was really good. And then we had the index wedding. Members of the locker room came to ringside to attend. We had uh, before we went to commercial, before the actual wedding started, some of them came out. Of course, Zoe Stark and Io Shirai still kind of you know not on the same page. Uh, the grizzled young veterans came out. They were openly speculating about if the wedding was actually going to work. Uh, they came down back from commercial. Uh, the wedding uh, uh, goes down. So, yeah, like you said, the groomsmen all dressed like Loomis, which was mm-hmm. awesome. They mm-hmm. had the black shirt, the black leather gloves, the gray <laughs> jeans. The tight jeans, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Johnny gives Indy away. Uh, the, uh, the He asks Austin because they're all like, who has the rings? Who has the rings? And he's like, Austin, do you have the ring? We're in a ring, silly. And he's like, no, no, the wedding rings. And then turns out Ikemen Jiro uh, wearing his ring attire, which is, Great. you know, uh, his uh, blazer with uh, the knee pads and the trunks. He has the uh, the rings. So they get those out. And Johnny's <laughs> like, okay, that's good. We got that. You know, no disaster says, that's my guy. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's my guy. He's got God. It was so good to see him. It was so, he's been missed sorely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is crazy. Like he could totally be. Maybe they're just like, "Hey, you've been through NXT. We're not going to have you anchor a product that's a, for a bunch of g'd up M heads." <laughs> uh, so the officiant asks anyone if they think that these two should not be married. Speak now, forever hold your peace. Like everybody except for like the main players raises their hand, and Dexter looks at them all. He opens his coat, and there's an axe in it. And he sort of flashes at everybody, and they all very slowly. Everybody lowers their hand. That was lowers their hand. Um, So Indy says her vows first. It's very nice. Tells a story about Loomis sneaking into her bed one night when Johnny and Candace were sleeping. They all freak out about that. Loomis is like, "Mm, "No, it didn't happen." Um, She says she can't wait to spend the rest of their lives together. Loomis is up next. And uh, and he gives Indy a thumbs up. That's his vows. That's it. The officiant starts to give Loomis some shit. Says, "What? Are you serious? You're not going to say anything?" She just poured out all these feelings. And Loomis puts him in a silence submission, chokes him out. He yeah, goes great. to the ground. Um, Johnny's like, "Oh, we need another officiant. We need yeah. another officiant." And and he starts. He looks over. And he's like, "Regal, Regal, you do it." And Regal looks horrified while the zombie ref is sitting behind him. Going, oh, that was great. Eh. That was great which was hilarious. He says no. Beth Phoenix steps in awesome. to take over. Uh, she says, I kind of figured something like this would happen. So I went online last night, and I got my license to be an officiant. Um, so uh, uh, she, he says, uh, let's see here. John hands Indy and Loomis the rings. Indy says, I do. Puts the ring on Loomis. Uh, and then Beth says, uh, uh, what about you, Dexter? And, and he just sort of stares and she says, okay, we can take that as a yes. And Loomis puts his hand over the microphone. And then he leans over and he says, I do. And everybody freaks out because of the first words that he said in NXT. Mm-hmm. Beth pronounced them husband and wife. They kiss. And it's absolutely fantastic. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we go backstage. Champa's watching the wedding on a on a monitor back there. Braun Breaker steps up, says, "Hey, congratulations on winning the title." Champa's like, "Hey, congrats on your win," and he kind of catches Braun staring at the title, 
And so they have that awkward uh, uh, stare down where the camera just lingers there for maybe like twice as long as it really should, you know, because it doesn't make sense. But people just be <sighs> staring at each other. Yeah. And that was this was totally a moment for Joe and Braun, though. Like you could just see that happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, I am very interested to see what the questions are like. For today's NXT, I have got a thread up here on the Patreon if you want to read some of the ones from Twitch chats. Sure. Uh, first up, David Matushek. Do you think NXT's future is brighter than their new colors or dimmer like their previous look? I just, I'll too be honest with you. It's too soon to tell. I don't really know who the audience is. That's sort of the thing is that they were actually in a decent role. I mean, Getting seven to eight hundred thousand on USA is on a Tuesday night. It's not, not that, that terrible. Bad. It's not that bad when considering AEW is their main sort of alternate, you know, like promotion that's kind of doing what they're mm-hmm. trying to do. I don't know who this is for. Yeah, I don't if know they either. can if they can tell good stories, then it'll work. But I get the feeling it's probably going to end up more like WWE ZCW, which eventually, oddly enough, became NXT. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, look, this week is probably going to do well. This week, yeah. I think Next week, a lot of curiosity about what it's what it's what it, this new NXT was. Next week, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If you don't do main roster as well as main roster, if you're just a smaller main roster and you don't bring something to the table that nobody else is doing, that's the thing. If you're not doing anything, if you're not doing something that nobody else is doing, and I don't know what you know. I mean, yet nobody else has a bunch of like five month in, you know, fresh talents that are being shoved out on cable TV. Yeah. Nobody's doing that, but yeah. I'm not sure that's I a draw, guess. Larson. Yeah, I don't I don't know either. I don't know. These as I mentioned at the head of the show, every week you knew what NXT was gonna deliver for you. You know? You knew what it was. You knew you were getting really good wrestling in the ring, uh a couple interesting characters, on occasion really, really, really good stories. Um but usually decent stories, you know? And now I don't know what to expect. I don't know. I have no idea what to expect week in and week out from NXT. Uh, just based on the reception we've seen here anecdotally in our chat, some people like it, some people don't. Like, yeah. is, is this new NXT going to turn off people who have watched NXT for years? I don't know. I mean, are, what are they going to pe- be left with? If, if, if the older demographic... I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. If the older demographic... That was watching it. If they leave on mass because they're like, I didn't sign up for this, Who's and they left? can't draw, and they can't draw new viewers, then yeah, what's there? What's left? I don't know. Uh, Zonda, you think Champa was going to be the winner before Joe's injury? If not, what was the story? I kind of feel like it'd be one of the. It'd be. It would have been either Pete Dunn or a two guy. You think it might have been Braun Breaker? Maybe. Maybe. They might have. If Braun Breaker won that tonight. And backstage, if Joe didn't attend the wedding, but he was watching back there with the title, you could have that same setup where Braun Baker comes up and they just sort of know, okay, you're the next guy, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the Yellow Flash asks, who should head to Maine now that NXT is fully refreshed? Champa once he loses the title. Mm-hmm. Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Probably Gargano. I would love to see that. I would. Um... I'll be honest, man. You put Pete Dunn on Raw. You do. Or SmackDown. Smackdown. Yep. After the draft, SmackDown. 
Yeah, after the draft, put him on SmackDown, and, and he and Nakamura can have a feud for the Intercontinental title. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Ultimate Coder might be too early, but if NXT War Games takes place later this year, which four members of NXT 2.0 and NXT 1.0 do you put in that match? Oh, dude. Yeah, so I think we can get this out of the way. That ain't going to happen. But for the sake of the question, for the sake of the question. Um, have Champa, have Gargano. Have them That's team good. up. That's good. Uh, so theory, have theory take the title off Champa. He's on Team Two Point Okay. So we get oh, Austin wow. versus Gargano. Ooh, ooh, oh, I don't like that. And you have Cameron think, Grimes on 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 One Point I think you here. Here's mine. You do straight up Two Point versus One Point with the only ambiguity being Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes joins 1.0. So you get uh, Champa, Gargano, uh, Dunn, and Carmelo Hayes. And everybody's sort of worried about Dunn, right? But Carmelo Hayes turns because he's true 2.0. Mm-hmm. On the other side of it, you got Stein, Braun Breaker. That yeah. name's going to take some getting used to. Von yes. Wagner. Yeah. And then uh, the Creeds. Okay. Okay. That's uh, an ugly War Games match. Yeah. That's an ugly War Games uh, match. Dang MQ. Brooks Jensen is Bull Buchanan's son. He was part of the most recent Performance Center class with Gable Stevenson's brother and Jimmy and Jay's brother. So he's a recent signee, and he's already wow. out on TV. Yeesh. They're wasting no time. No kidding. I guess, I mean, you, you could do it. Look, if they did a War Games, it's easy. It's Legato Del Fantasma versus uh, mm. Hit Row. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, mm, we already answered that. We kind of answered that. Uh, Eddie Brock's Venom. Do you think Vince knows he's got Parker Boudreaux in developmental? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I think he visited the place, and I think I, I'm pretty sure he probably knows that he's there. I'm guessing Vince is probably much more aware of the talent, more more recent talent being brought in. Yeah. Because they aligned with the vision, apparently, he set out for NXT. Yeah. And uh, I would Alex think he's Foster. probably somewhat more invested because of that. I think you're probably right. Alex Foster says, how fast will Tony D'Angelo become Steve's favorite wrestler? I mean, I think he might already be there. Just because I love to laugh. Hey, I'm walking here. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll uh, answer some questions and raid somebody. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Oh, quick side note also. Tomorrow, so we did not do a Friendo Club TV today. Um, we did not do Power Rank because we want to study for Quizlemania. We are going to do that tomorrow uh, prior to Quizlemania, probably around noon or so. Mm-hmm. We'll get a good 40 minutes in or so of studying, and then we'll hop over to Quizlemania. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.